At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. This is VSIN Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Friday edition of VEASAN's Final Countdown. It is Matt Brown. It is John Von Tobel on the desk with me here today. Steph, who will not be shown on camera behind the glass. Steph doesn't ever want to be shown. I on camera. Yeah, no, no, it's a, it's a thing. Guess what? It's going to happen before the end of the football season. I guarantee you this is going to happen. Listen, we're going to talk to Stormy. She's on assignment, but she's going to give us some good college football insight a little bit later in the show as well. John, we didn't get to talk to you yesterday about the biggest news. We, we, we actually talked to you two weeks prior when it was still primetime action, and I said, hey, there's only one thing left that could right. possibly shake up the NBA, and that was going to be what happened with Donovan Mitchell. And sure enough, yesterday, as we're going on air, you're a busy guy. You didn't have time to come on yesterday as we're going on air whenever this broke, but I'm glad to have you on the desk because the big trade and what it does is really did, as we imagined, was going to shake things up, and it did shake up the odds quite a bit. And so... Let's just start there, right? Let's go with looking at where this team fell all the way to 35. Well, it's 35 now. It's 30 yesterday. So this is at least right. to correct itself a little bit. 35 to 1 now at DraftKings to win it all. What do you feel about this reaction? I mean, listen, it's a good young core. There's no doubt about it, but I mean, it's a pretty loaded East. Right. Like, I actually, so I really like this. In general, it's going to be a fun team. They're going to be a really good mm -hmm. team, right? And, it, if all things go well for them, and if teams like Milwaukee don't give a rip about the regular season, yeah. which maybe they probably will finally, um, then this is a team that's got top four potential on them in terms of seeding. Mm -hmm. But we always know, right, seeding is not necessarily reflective of how you good you are as a team. Um, so I would say that they have top four potential, but I don't know how good they are in terms of coming out of the Eastern Conference, beating Milwaukee, beating Philadelphia, uh, beating Boston, even though the news of Danilo, uh, Danilo Gallinari and their depth taking a hit. So you really like it. I, I just think it's more of looking at them in the respect of, okay, maybe they're a candidate to go over their win total. Maybe they're a candidate to finish up there. But if you're realistically betting them in the range of about 30 to 1 to win an NBA Finals, uh, I think these prices should be more like 50-ish to mm -hmm. 1 to win an NBA Finals if you're going to get involved. Yeah, just to you know, give you an idea from an Eastern Conference standpoint, there is the Celtics plus 260 to win the Eastern Conference. You got the Nets at 310, Bucks at 340, Sixers at 7 to 1, Heat at 8 to 1, and then that's when you get to the Cavs at 16 to 1. They are shorter odds than the Raptors, shorter odds than the Hawks, shorter odds than the Bulls. As we are constructed right now on paper, 
do you think they are a better team than those three teams? I think they're better than two of them. I would put them on equal footing with Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Right, I think that they're very similar to one another in terms of a power rating, at least where I have them at this point right now. So I would say even just from that perspective, they're a little overvalued at this point right now. But like Chicago, it's a team that I think is on the very – like they had a really good year last year, and they took advantage mm-hmm. of a early portion of their schedule that was very soft. They got beat up by injuries. But Lonzo Ball is somewhat questionable with his knee and how healthy he's going to be coming into the year. You look at all of those teams, the Raptors I think are better – uh, on paper than the Cleveland Cavaliers, given what they can potentially be on defense. So I think, look, you always see this all the time, right? When the sexy move is made, the market really overreacts and pushes them up because books are going to protect themselves. Yeah. They don't want to take all of this money. And sometimes protection is not enough because public bettors come in and just load up on them. But when you're talking about like those numbers that we're looking at right here, to say that they are 16 to one and teams like the Raptors and Hawks are 20 to one, when I have both of those teams uh, just slightly better than them, I, it tells you enough right there. What about this 46-and-a-half win total on the Cavs right now? I mean, is how much, in your opinion, or how much in your ratings is the acquisition of Donovan Mitchell worth to them? So, I actually, my adjustment was I have them at, like, 47.1 wins. Mm-hmm. So, it's, like, right there right. where it should be. Uh, but not I'll say, bettable, then. Not bettable, yes, right. right. But I'll say this. Like, again, when you look at this overall – that is a team that is a candidate. I have these teams. I label them try-hard teams in the NBA, yeah. which is all these teams that really want to win as many games as possible. You see other teams that are like, ah, bigger fish to fry. We'll worry about it when we get to the postseason. Give us like a top four seed and we'll be fine, mm-hmm. maybe top five. Um, now, of course, in top six, that's what you want to get into because you're flirting with playing at that point. So they're going to be a try-hard team. They're a well-coached team. J.B. Bickerstaff and that, that entire coaching staff are going to have them as good as they can be defensively. So it's going to team that on any given night is going to try as hard as possibly can to win. And they don't really have a lot of candidates for rest nights, right? Yeah. A lot of the teams ahead of them do. So I think that puts them in a candidacy to surpass their win total. But from a value standpoint, from where I make it, it is not something that I would bet. But obviously, along the spectrum of you know what things can mm-hmm. happen this season, them finishing in the top three and winning 50-ish games is certainly a possibility. And, and I'm glad you, you bring that up because they do have all win totals posted at DraftKings right now as we sit. It's sitting at 50-and-a-half. If you wanted the over, so you'd need them to get to 51 wins, you're getting two ten, plus 210, right? And yeah. so – if you had them at 47.1, I'm not putting a bet in your account. I'm just saying that if you would probably just bet this market, right, than you would like the, the regular right. total. That, yeah. And that's what I'd rather flirt with there yeah. because, and especially when you look around in the, in the grand scheme of things, when we're talking about Philadelphia, who, as we, you know, look, Joel Embiid, as much as I love him, is a candidate to miss 15 ish games a year, right? Does mm-hmm. it happens all the time? James Harden is probably a rest candidate on back to back nights in certain situations. Uh, we have seen the Milwaukee Bucks really try almost every single year to win a lot of Mm -hmm. games, but maybe we get to the point now as they get a little bit longer in the tooth of their core that this is a team that, again, is happy with a third, fourth seed and just getting into the dance and taking on the opponents that they need to. I mean, look, we can even talk about Brooklyn. Brooklyn has currently constructed whatever's going to happen there, right? Who's to say that they just don't blow up before the trade deadline in terms of people quitting, whatever it is. So, yeah, the Cavaliers are definitely a really good candidate to do so. But you can't assume that the teams in front of them are going to miss those games because there's obviously a season where Joel Embiid plays 75 games, if that's certainly possible. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, you know, with everybody betting across the country now, with it being so easy to bet across the country now, what we see is, is something like this. Eastern Conference before yeah. the trade, they were 30 to 1. They fall to 15 to 1, as we just mentioned. They're 16 to 1 as we sit right now. The NBA Finals, they were 90 to 1. They fall to 30 to 1. They're 35 to 1 as we sit right now. But everybody with the access on their phones, millions more people betting. We, we just see these massive, massive line movements. Now, if, if we were here in Vegas, you know, six years ago and we didn't have everyone else betting or something like that, yes, there would have been line movement. It would not have gone from 90 to 30, right? right like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It had just been 90 to, like you mentioned, 40-ish, 50-ish, maybe something like that or whatever. 90 all the way to 30 in the course of a day. And it's because, hey, look, people overreact to, to news sometimes. And this is big news. Do not get me wrong. I'm not downplaying Donovan Mitchell right. getting over to this team. That being said, it is still a team that is kind of on the up. It's not necessarily established. Right. Yet. You know, they're, they're, to me, they're actually now at this point, Cleveland, they're a lesser version of Minnesota in that I think Minnesota is a very good candidate to go over their win total and finish with a top three seed mm-hmm. in the Western Conference. They, again, are one of my labeled, and this is subjective, but a try hard team. 
And they have the makings of a really good regular season team. We have seen what Rudy Gobert means for a team in the regular season for the Utah Jazz. Same thing can be said for Cleveland, who's got a really good defensive front court, and Jared Allen and Evan Mobley. Mm -hmm. So I think all those things put together, there's certainly an output here where they're really good in the regular season, but should not be taken seriously as a candidate. And I'd say this, too, about those line moves. I I do wonder if some of that, too, is there are people who get this news a little bit before the odds makers do. So you get those people who jump in at 90-1. to You get those people that jump in at like 8-9-1 to Mm -hmm. to to win the division. And liability very quickly and very little, but still it's there, kind of builds up real quick on you. And so that, I think, would allow odds makers to go, ah, let's shade this just a little bit higher than it should be because of what we took on right before the news or right after the news. The other team involved in this, the Jazz, we knew that they were going to be in a complete rebuild, and they're tearing everything down to build it back up. If you're a Jazz fan, listen – Sometimes you just have to do this. It's unfortunate, but when you look around, the roster just doesn't work. Then you just have to tear it apart and you got to build it back up. I don't mind what they're doing. I think this is kind of the only way to go about doing it. And what you see with them is now they're 400 to one to, to win it all. I mean, this is a, you know, was a perennial playoff team. Here we are 400 to one for them to, to win it all. I mean, if you look at this jazz squad, are they, and Look, this what we know of right now might not even be the players on the team. I mean, they might continue to dump, right? And so, oh, they are. Yeah is is this is this a could be possibly the worst team in all of the NBA? Oh yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. And here's the thing. So with Utah, I think we kind of know this. Um, one, there's already Bogdan Bogdanovich or Boyan Bogdanovich, excuse me. Mm-hmm. He's going to be on the move. He's going to be out. They're going to flip him as well. Um, and even part of the news where remember they were going to deal with uh, New York. One of the rumors was that they were actually going to flip R.J. Barrett once they mm-hmm. got him for more picks. So, so they're stripping this thing down as much as they possibly can. So they're going to get worse. And post All Star break, they are top tier candidate number one along with the San Antonio Spurs. Anyone with a pulse, right? Like to just tank. It's just like, hey man, oh your knee hurts, you're done for the year, yeah. right? Like they're going to yeah. do that. And so, like, yeah, when it comes to this, like I do think that they're going to be pretty bad. And the the precipitous drop of their win total, Circa was the one market that or the shop that opened up a little high on the market. Their win total opened up at 33. They're down to 24 and a half now on their win total. <laughs> it's going to get really bad for Utah. And they and they want it. You said it. Like yeah. you're building up draft assets. You want to tank. Uh, when you have Victor Wembanyama, I think I pronounced his name uh, correctly, which is the top prospect mm-hmm. in this year's draft, which is essentially like it seems seems like KD essentially. Right. That's going to be something that's very much worth tanking for. Absolutely. So. It's going to be up there. Uh, The big news, actually, right before we came on here today. So this was the big news yesterday. Big news today. College Football Playoff Board of Managers voted to expand the college football playoff to 12 teams in 2026. But the uh, sports commissioners try to implement it as soon as 2024. Um, we could see this hopefully maybe in a couple of years here. And I say hopefully, not really. I'm, I say that sarcastically. Look, John, look at college football this year, right? I mean, it is, it's three teams and everybody else. So when we expand this, all this is going to do is dilute the value to me of, of you know, making the playoffs and different things like that. I mean, I think it's fine for the schools out there and all that, but on a year-in-year-in basis, really there's three or four teams that have a true true shot at winning it all. It seems like it now. I think what the hope would be is that NIL, NLI, whatever. I always get that yes. wrong. Uh, but you know how I'm going. Yes. Uh, would eventually level the playing field where that occasional four or five star who's, you know, deciding between mm. the powers that be maybe gets a woo to go in another mm. direction. And then thus that has a trickle down effect. And so by the time you get to 2026, if that's going to be the case, there is like, I think a clause or whatever it's going to be that this could start sooner. But let's say, let's use that 2026 year as a benchmark that hopefully by the time you get to there, that this kind of trickles down and some of these programs get a little bit better and closer to what these three have become, or namely these two in Alabama and Ohio State. Really? I I just – I look at this and I kind of say, hey, look, I mean, yes, maybe a fourth team, maybe a fifth team comes into play. Yeah. Going all the way out to twelve to me is just a little bit, a little bit wackadoodle for me. I, mean, I, I think mean, coaches like it, right? Because yeah, then you sure. can just be like, hey, I got a playoff. Like, hey, I made yeah, it. You know what I mean? Bring the recruit. Yeah, right. in. Everyone can put up the banner, right? Like <laughs> right. that's the way that you woo the kids. Everyone has a banner. It's like the participation ribbon, right? Yep, like exactly. you just get it, put it up. We made the playoffs in twenty twenty one, whatever it is. We uh, we're gonna take destroyed. a look. At, yeah, we're gonna <laughs> take a look at three different big baseball games on the slate tonight: Yankees and Rays coming up, Mariners and Guardians, also the Twins and the White Sox with a bunch of playoff implications it is final countdown at bed 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field 
Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is VSIN's Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. It's football season, and betters know that this is when the money is made. Nobody knows football like VEASAN, and now's the time to become a VEASAN subscriber and get our comprehensive college and pro guides. Only VEASAN subscribers get the tools to prep for college and pro football seasons. Our experts provide profiles on every team with advanced stats and power ratings, plus best bets on season win totals, division finishes, and player awards. Sign up early for a discounted $175, and you'll receive both guides and full VEASAN access all the way through the Super Bowl, or you can join for $40 a month and see everything VEASAN has to offer to up your betting game. But don't do that. Just pay the 160, Just pay the $175. Don't, don't do the $40 a month. Like, I'm, I'm daring you to pay the $175. Just, just do, do that. It. Yeah, VEASAN.com slash subscribe for all your options and become part of the Sports Betting Network. It is Matt Brown. It is Jonathan Von Tobel on the desk with me here on a Friday on Final Countdown. And we do have some big baseball games in play tonight, John. We... Start off at 7-10 Eastern here with the Yankees and Rays. This is Domingo Armand, Jeffrey Springs. And a rare case, the Yankees are underdogs here lately. Minus 130 at home there for the Rays. Plus 110 for the Yankees on the road as underdogs. Seven and a half is the total. And it's not necessarily a big game for the Yankees as it is for the Rays. They're tied with the Marlins atop the wild card standings right now. They're two up mm-hmm. on the Blue Jays and three and a half games up on the Orioles. So really every team that I just mentioned, kind of every game here, as we said, about 33 ish games for each team, give or take a game or two here and there for everybody left. I mean, every one of those teams at this point, every game is big almost. Well, and I would say this, I mean, look, it's only a six game lead for New York in the AL Mm -hmm. East, right? So if this weekend ends up being the worst, which would be, you know, sweep in the hands of Tampa Bay. Well, now all of a sudden you're looking at some pretty dangerous territory going into the last uh, what month or so of the season. So I would say this, you know, at this point, like for me as a baseball handicapper, like my, my betting on baseball, it's like highest in the middle months because mm-hmm. I like to play on those, you know, ERA and fielding yeah. independent deltas and, and trying to find some value. And I would say this, if there is still one guy out there that kind of still has that discrepancy, it is Domingo Herman. His ERA is a run lower than his fielding independent. I think, you know, I've talked to Adam Burke about this. Using FIP this year as opposed to XFIP, I think it's a little bit better just given what we know about the ball and uh, what's going on with it coming out of the park. And so when you look at it from that perspective, you can make the case here of facing a guy like Springs who has actually been pretty solid uh, in 26 appearances and 18 starts that this would be a night to back the Tampa Bay Rays given how inconsistent Domingo Herman is and what some of the numbers are looking Yeah, the interesting thing about Springs, too, is you look at – you look at him, he's a lefty, and then you look at this Yankees lineup and with Giancarlo Stanton in there, with Aaron Judge, like, oh, okay, well, this is bad news. Weirdly enough, Springs, like you mentioned, in 18 starts, the 276 ERA, the 111 whip, you've got the 320 Sierra to kind of back up what mm-hmm. we're seeing on the field. 27% K rate for him, and righties 
are hitting just 227 against him with a 271 Woba. It's like he is one of those reverse splits guys that he has figured out how to deal with all these righties that he's going up against. And if you look at his home run to fly ball rate, actually is higher against lefties than it is against righties as well. And so even with these, of course, you know, lefty mashers typically in the lineup for the Yankee squad, that might not necessarily play out here with Springs. He did give up five earned against Boston last time out, right. so we will, we will, you know, at least caveat with that. That being said, his overall body of work here has been really, really strong and weirdly, weirdly good against righties. Right. In the grand scheme of the sample size, too, one blow up is not going to really mm-hmm. deter you because you've got a larger sample size that tells you what Springs really is. So you're going to get these bad mm-hmm. starts every once in a while and it happens. Uh, but especially at the modest price, like you're still talking about minus 125 in multiple spots. Uh, for me, for Tampa Bay, in a situation like this, it's worth the risk there to back them at a minus 125 price tag. Mariners and the Guardians a little bit later as well. This is Luis Castillo versus, versus Zach Plesak. So not necessarily uh, even even playing field here on the mound anyway. Minus 135 for the Mariners on the road as favorites. If you want the Guardians at home as underdogs, plus 115, seven and a half is your total there. We take a look here, as we mentioned in with the Rays kind of spiel there, the Mariners are tied with them in the lead in the wild card. The big thing here, though, is the Guardians have let that lead that they built slip away, yep. and now they're leading the AL Central down to just one game over the Twins and just four over this really struggling White Sox team that, for whatever reason, can't seem to string together some wins, but it's still only four games back here in this division. So, again, another really big game here for both of these teams. I mean, this is this is, this is huge. Yeah, and Plesak is one of those guys where, again, there's no real big discrepancy in his numbers, but he has the last five starts and four of them, he, he has everything that you expected mm-hmm. him to be. He's had a really big problem with home runs. He gave up three home runs, and those were all solo shots at his last start. I think over the span of his last five, he's given up, I think, seven home runs, something in that range, yeah. six home runs. Uh, it's been poor for Plesak. So this is one of those where, like, in certain instances, when you're taking a plus price at home and parks where maybe they're a little bit more comfortable, it's worth looking at. Well, not with Plesak. Plesak's been a guy that I've been mm-hmm. looking to go against more often than I have been going on. I, I'm with you here. And look, as you mentioned, yeah, seven homers in the last six starts for him that he has given up. And, you know, if you wanted to play uh, whatever Julio Rodriguez, Mitch Hanniger, whatever home run prop or something like that tonight, again, Plesak has been home run prone here. Yep. Of late, so I would not hate that at all. Luis Castillo, 284 ERA in, with 39 strikeouts in 31 and two-thirds innings since coming over from the Reds. So he's been awesome for this Mariners team since he's come over in the trade for the season just an elite strikeout rate, 27.2% K rate for Luis Castillo. I mean, I don't have a play in this one, John, but I'll tell you, if I did, I would – I mean, 135 seems a little bit short here for what I consider to be a pretty big – Pitching mismatch here, and again, this this Mariners team has certainly figured out something. Winners of four straight as yeah, well. Yeah, and I would agree. And like it, when you're talking about some uh, some spots for as high as I think minus one forty five uh, on mm-hmm. Castillo, that's I, that is more in the range of a price yeah. that I think it should be for Seattle. And it's not surprising either. So the overnight lines were as low as Mike minus the, the one twenty six that you see up there. So I, I think when you look at it, I would be in agreement with you. Anything under a buck forty, I think that is still a cheap price on Castillo on the road here against Plesac, who is. Uh, Especially at home, it's weird. His home splits are kind of odd because his whip goes down when he's at home, but the home run rate, like it's, it's weird, but then it flips yeah. the other way around. But I would agree with you. I think Castillo, the way he's pitched, it is real. His numbers are extremely tight, and it's a modest price tag for Seattle on the road against Cleveland. Twins versus the White Sox. We just gave you the breakdown here of the AL Central, so you know that this is certainly a yeah. big game. Only one game back for the Twins right now, only four games back for the White Sox in the division, and, of course, both teams, actually all three teams, if you consider the Guardians as well, all three teams right in the center of the wild card mix as well. These all, uh, Sonny Gray is one of those guys that, look, I did not think that Sonny Gray had anything left in the tank. He comes over here to the Twins, has now posted a 3.04 ERA, a 111 whip. If you look at his Sierra, it's 376. I mean, it kind of backs up what you're seeing on the field with him, a 24% K rate, which is certainly good as well. Two or fewer earned runs in six of his last seven starts, so... I was wrong. I will admit it. Sonny Gray has been great for this Twins team. And, uh, you know, heading into this game against this White Sox squad that is going to run out Davis Martin, I think yep. that there's a, a pretty big a pretty big discrepancy there as well. 
I I completely mm. agree. And like in these final, like I'd say, month or so, we're finally starting to see the market come around on, hey, you know what? Maybe the White Sox aren't the team yep. we expected them to be, right? It took a really long time, but now you're seeing them in spots at home as an underdog. And I and I think this is a really fair look at it, like from a price standpoint. Sonny Gray has been incredible. Like you talk about the numbers, say 304 on the uh, ERA, 342 fielding independent. There's no real discrepancy there to find some value to play against them. Uh, the market has priced them, I think, appropriately here in this spot. And when you look at Davis Martin across the board, I mean, <laughs> you're not going to get, like a, I think, a long outing from him here. Uh, I think his longest outing up to this point has been six innings that was back on January towards me, July 12th. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm with you. Like when you look at, again, pitching matchups are such a big part of this. When you're looking at the discrepancy between these two and a twins lineup, by the way, which is top five in a lot of good offensive mm-hmm. categories. Yeah. For me, it's, if we're talking under like that dollar 35 price tag or so, which the market has moved kind of North of that direction, but still um, I think the twins are the play here. Actually, I should, I should reference myself. I just refreshed my screen. Some spots are as low as minus minus one twenty eight, And we're talking about circa here. So under one thirty, mm-hmm. I think that's a fair price here to lay that with the Minnesota twins. Yeah. I, I, I like this squad tonight as well. Looking at the lineup, no discrepancies there either. So everybody's in there. That's supposed to be in there for the twins tonight and on the white Sox side of things still without <laughs> Luis Robert, who that wrist injury was one of the things that kept him out for about seven games. He came back, played five games, then came back out because the wrist started bothering him again. And then now has gone apparently birth of his child. So one of their most consistent players, Uh-oh. if not their most consistent player is not in the lineup for the white Sox again tonight. As Should well. I go? So, down the path of like, look, bro, you got a division race on <laughs> yeah. the line. Let's go. I mean, seriously. Have another kid. The hot takes, the hot takes will, if they don't make the playoffs though, <laughs> oh, they'll on. be like, yes, the hot takes will have been the way. He really missed two games right. for the birth of his kid. The kid's kid's <laughs> not going to remember. Like his memory doesn't even start until he's like two years old. So it doesn't much, I mean, come on, you're not missing out on much. I've been there for two of them. You sleep on the little <laughs> tiny bed, you get back pain. It's fine. Yeah, that's exactly that's, that's what That's what it's all about right there. There are some other uh, games of, you know, going on night, of course. Jays and, and Pirates are the first game of the evening. If you want to get involved there, Alec Manoa on the hill for the Jays. They're big minus 225 favorites. Rockies and Reds, if you want to play that one. Reds are minus 120 home favorites. The Orioles still scratching and clawing, trying to get into the playoffs. They are minus 155 home favorites over the A's. Nationals and Mets, of course, Mets going to be a big favorite there. Minus 260 at home over the Nationals, Rangers, and Red Sox. Red Sox find themselves as minus 180 home favorites over the Rangers who are going to roll out Dallas Keuchel. Yeah, it's just like, I it's mean, a, yeah, minus incredible. 180, is, that should be like minus 810. It's, yes. I mean, seriously, Dallas Keuchel? Keuchel really doesn't have anything left. To, it's kind of sad to watch him trot out there it, every once in a it's, while. Listen, I am, I am right-handed, and... I will throw the ball left-handed and, and see if I can throw it as fast as Dallas Keuchel at this point. I mean, it's just absolutely unbelievable. We're going to talk a ton of college football as well throughout the course of the show. As we come back, it is VEASAN. This is VEASAN's Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on VEASAN, the sports betting network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit VEASAN.com to check out the current betting splits data John does every time he makes a bet. Want to know where the money and the bets are moving every game? The betting splits page is updated every 10 minutes so you can see changes in all the action. Find out where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. You can check this out, not for just today's action, but for future events as well. Betting splits, just another way VEASAN is here to make you a smarter, better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game over at vcin.com. As always, drink responsibly. Hey, a quick update, by the way. Please, has been scratched. That was from a couple minutes ago. So, Just All right. Day, yeah. So there we go. All you Zach Plesak fans out there, sorry. You don't <sighs> get to see him pitch today. No. This is ungood you know, for our some, home run props that we say, were talking about here and all this stuff that we just wasted three minutes on. Is there somebody out there who bought a, like a Guardians ticket today? It was like, God! Like, I, I really wanted to see Zach Cody pitch Morris. <laughs> yeah. What is a Cody Morris? Uh, this Cody, Cody Morris is someone that was on the taxi squad. That's yeah. what that is. Yeah. Like, they're like, hey, Cody, guess what? And he's like, what? Guys, what, do I get to dress today? And they're right. like, no, you actually are going to pitch today. We're going like, yeah, yeah, to throw you out to the dog. <laughs> yeah, you're going to start, actually. We're also going to hold this against you when it comes to <laughs> contract negotiations. Sorry, bud. Get out of here. I mean, yeah, seriously, this is just unbelievable. Now, listen, we have the privilege of talking to some very smart people and some people that have played very high levels of sports around here. And this is one of those fellas that happens to just be our very own Mike Pritchard. Mike, thanks for joining us, my man. Hey, thanks for having me. How are you guys doing? Doing great. Doing great. We are obviously heading 
into the first, you know, real week, in my opinion. I don't like this whole week zero thing. We're heading in the first real week here of college football, and I'm feeling really, really good about it. I do see that you have one bet in your account. You're looking at Oregon here in the first half. What did you see in this one? Well, landing uh, familiarity uh, with Georgia, the roster and everything. And then I'm not going to discount Oregon and the athletes that they have there, the athletes that uh, Mario had uh, recruited before he left, obviously. Um, I know there's transition and I know there's a new coaching staff. But I, I think from a defense coordinator standpoint, you have all offseason to work on what Georgia does best. They're going to run the football. They're going to use all those tight ends. They got four good ones. Uh, so I, I think you can be prepared for that. Uh, what you can't prepare for, I think, if you're Georgia, is Stetson Bennett and how he's going to handle this type of pressure. And I mean being a front runner uh, and being a guy, a former walk-on, certainly led the team to a, a national championship. But now he's got to back it up, and he's got to play better than he did last year. Uh, so maybe there's an advantage, a slow start advantage there for Georgia uh, in terms of Oregon in the plus 10 in the first half. Hey, Pritch, when you look at Oregon, I think a lot of people would be surprised that if you evaluate them from a line of scrimmage standpoint, but offensively and defensively, they're not that far behind, if not on equal footing with their offensive line with Georgia. How much does that level the playing field in your mind? Because we've seen this number go from 17.5 to 16.5 for the game. Right, and that's what uh, I was attracted to, JVT. I mean, I think when you're thinking about recruiting and you think about the type of athletes at certain programs and the consistency of those athletes, you have to throw in Oregon. Uh, there's a reason why they're already they're always ranked. There's a reason why they can go to Ohio State uh, and get an upset. Uh, they have prim premium athletes up there. So the coaching change doesn't change my mind in that regard. I mean, you look at the transfer portal, too, a little bit. Uh, but from a continuity standpoint, uh, I mean, I, I think that job was highly attractive, obviously. And landing is highly thought of as well. So I, I look for the advantages of familiarity, uh, being on the side of Oregon more so than on the side of Georgia. So uh, I know the athlete's probably superior uh, in the end game, if you will, for the mm -hmm. entire four quarters uh, for Georgia. That's why I fixated on the first half only. Pritch, whenever we are looking kind of at the season as a whole, everybody has kind of come to the conclusion, and I got to admit, I buy into it as well, that it's Alabama and Ohio State in tier by themselves, and then you have Georgia kind of in a tier by themselves right under them, and then it's everybody else in this massive tier underneath them. Do you are you kind of going into the season with the same mindset that it's those three teams that are just that much more talented than everybody else? Matt, I am. Uh, I'll be honest with you. Uh, just because those programs are just so far superior than everybody else at this point. I mean, Clemson. Uh, I think people are, are throwing them into the party too, but I don't think Dabo has it to that level, like a Saban or or Day or or anybody like that. I mean, when you're talking about those programs, Kirby Smart too. I mean, look at the extensions that these guys are receiving too. On top of that, uh, yeah, I, I think from a continuity standpoint, when you have the caliber of quarterbacks that you have at Alabama and Ohio State, that just really sets you apart. And then if you're a Georgia program and you're producing so many NFL caliber players in the first round, second round, third round repeatedly, then that's the type of program that you are as well. I mean, it helps to follow recruiting scores. I follow 24-7. I mean, I think they do a great job of rating uh, players coming out of high school, going to these colleges. And then the transfer portal, free agency in college football, could be a game changer. We'll see if it plays out this year, in particular, talking about USC and the Trojans out there in SC. Mike, what do you make of Colorado tonight? Your guys catching 13 and a half, total of 59 at home against TCU. Well, I've been asked that question a lot, JVT. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my heart tells me, man, because I see resistance at 14, right? Yep. I, I see the line get to 14, and then I see 13 and a half immediately. So obviously there's some resistance there and, and maybe that's a chance. I looked at the first half is plus seven for the buffs. Uh, look, the buffs are going to be on ESPN. It's a nationally televised game uh, for the season. That's projected for the buffs. You're not going to a bowl game. If you do want to recruit, if you do want to change the, um, the situation and, and the state of affairs, if you will, with the program, then you're going to have to show up mightily in this game. I think on ESPN, on national TV, just like West Virginia and Pittsburgh, what we saw last night, if you can take advantage of the energy and the atmosphere that's going to be in Boulder, maybe, maybe that uh, emboldens you to a, a, a competitive first half. And that's what I would look at. They don't have the athletes, certainly TCU. I give them a lot of credit. Uh, I think the air raid system can exploit 
that secondary, the weak secondary for CU as well. So uh, I would look at this game first half only, and, and I did see a plus seven uh, earlier today. Talking to Mike Pritchard, host of Pro Football Blitz here on the network, of course, former NFL player as well. So let's switch to the pro game here. And Pritch, it sees, I see that you have a lean here, not quite in the account yet. Bills on that opening night against the Rams. What are you looking at from kind of the Bills perspective here as they head into this one? And what is it going to take to get this bet in your account? Yeah, well, I, I'm going to put it in. Uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's one of those situations where it was too – earlier like uh earlier august right and okay it moved to two and a half uh so you're, so you're looking at buffalo uh so you have a situation 52 and a half is is the total two buffalo's defense guys i mean dayball's gone i get it but buffalo's defense i can't get past this uh they gave up 17 points a game uh, last year but they only gave up 12 passing touchdowns uh and so if you look at how buffalo's built they're built to stop the pass. And, and I, I think for the Rams, they certainly want to use play action, but their strength is throwing the football with Matthew Stafford. That was the whole reason for him to go over to L.A., uh, to the Rams. They won a Super Bowl that way. Uh, you, you factor in a new wide receiver. You factor in a new left tackle. And you factor in the fact that Buffalo added to that defense with Vaughn Miller, a Hall of Famer. So I think Buffalo comes out the gate. Uh, and it's not it's not that key number three. I'm inside that right now. So two and a half uh, should be the play for me. All right, Pritch, what else? We've got the full slate coming up next Sunday in the National Football yeah. League. Uh, there are teaser opportunities galore in week one, and it looks like you have uh, jumped on a couple of them, no? Yeah, I took one. I uh, got a parlay here with uh, Baltimore and San Francisco. Uh, Baltimore certainly minus seven right now. The evolution of Lamar. Uh, I took it down to one because it's the great unknown too. you know, maybe that's too many points to lay uh, uh, at the first week of the season. Uh, and then on the other side with San Francisco, the 49ers and Trey Lance, I mean, this big number again, too, uh, is another great unknown. But I, I think the 49ers have an advantage with the creativity that Kyle Shanahan is coveted. Like the reason why you move off of Garoppolo is because you can expand your playbook with a guy like Trey Lance. And I don't think Chicago – not only do they have the athletes or the players yet uh, to get prepared for that, but how do you prepare for whatever Kyle has up his sleeve right there? So, at, you know, the San Francisco defense, they can keep them in the game that way too if the offense gets off to a slow start. Uh, I think it's one of the better rosters out there. The question mark, the big question mark, obviously, is a quarterback, and that's Trey Lance. Rich, we've only got about a minute left, but what is the, what's your favorite bet that's in your account? Do you have any MVP bet? Do you have any Super Bowl bet? Do you have a division bet? What's the one that you love more than any? Oh, I don't love anyone right <laughs> now, man. <laughs> I don't. Um, I'm nervous. I'm, I like uh, Jameis Winston, comeback player of the year. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm leaning more towards that. He's got to stay healthy, though, and that, that to me is such a huge question. I don't have an answer to it. If he stays healthy, I think he could have a, a, a super year, uh, which puts him in the running for comeback player of the year in my mind. Tune in to Pro Football Blitz. You can catch Mike Pritchard this weekend. Pritch, thanks for stopping by, buddy. Appreciate it. I appreciate you guys. Have a great one. Hey, man. We got Coco Golf and Matty Keys going right now over at the U.S. Open. We will keep you updated. They are just 1-1 there early on in the that one um i have me a bills ticket as well i got him at two i took the bills over the rams this was it was made a month ago i thought there was a non-zero chance that maybe stafford could get held out of that game if there really was anything wrong with the arm that ends up not being the case but i don't hate it i don't uh, it. they're part of the leg for me i teased up the rams to mm -hmm. eight and a half with, i don't, uh, Minnesota. don't hate it don't 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 hate that one at all either i just was looking at Hey, maybe I could get uh, maybe I could get lucky and get Walford, but that wasn't the case. I'm also I'm not anti Buffalo. Maybe we can expand on this, but uh, mm -hmm. I'm not I'm not with everybody as high as. We're gonna have some MVP bet talk when we get to the other side. Here it is, final countdown. At Bet three six five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. 
Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VSIN's Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back to Final Countdown. This segment of Final Countdown is presented by Zen Nicotine Pouches. Zen Nicotine Pouches are fresher, simpler way to enjoy nicotine that's helped millions of people achieve lasting change by offering smoke-free and spit-free satisfaction. Zen understands that there's one right time. There isn't one right time to make a change. Everyone's timetable is a little different. Everyone's on their own journey. But whenever you feel like you're ready to take that next step forward, Zen will be there for you. Check out Zen Nicotine Patches at Zen.com. That's Z-Y-N.com. Warning, product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Matt Brown, Jonathan Von Tobel, the myth that is stuff behind the glass that will never be shown on camera. Here on a Friday, monitoring this Coco Golf, Maddie Keys, two to one in favor of Coco Golf right now. Two Americans going at it over at the U.S. Open, but... I'm excited about this segment. This is, I I like to hear people's strategies behind this. I like to hear the different reasons behind all of this. And we're going to take a look at our NFL MVP bets that are already in our accounts. Now I have a lot of them. I made a lot of them a long time ago. I went with a strategy, John. There was a a real strategy behind all of this, but I do want to look at yours because we don't have any that are overlapping. And so I want to hear where a little overlap, a a, a little, a little, a little overlap here, but what are we looking at from you on an MVP side of things? All right. So first off Lamar Jackson, for me, it's like a safer choice Mm -hmm. at 20 to one. And part of the thing is, I do expect a bounce back from Baltimore, mainly because I think they're just going to be a little bit healthier, right? Their offensive line should be better. Lamar Jackson, if you look at a lot of his numbers from a season ago, where he was worse was when he was under pressure. And he was under pressure a lot last year, Mm -hmm. if you look at the PFF numbers. But you see such a jump in his numbers, like with any quarterback, but really to like an elite level in the, uh, the passing attempts in which he was kept clean. So if you're looking at the offensive line, which looks to be better and in better health coming into this year, I think Lamar Jackson is going to perform better. And I also think that this Baltimore team, kind of in line with some of the uh, the more respected money that is out there, I think they are coming into this year much better than the market at least initially gave mm-hmm. them credit for. So I'm going to get in that realm of double-digit-ish wins, which is, I think, a must for a team uh, for your quarterback to win that. And I think with better health, Jackson's going to be up there too. And he's a previous MVP winner, so he's kind of got that pre like that reputation that precedes him to a certain extent. If he starts to play very well, he will be taken seriously as an MVP candidate. So yeah. thus, Lamar Jackson, 20-1, was one of the first ones. That I, I understand that one. All, like, listen, I like to draw a straight line to something, right? And yeah. so here's the thing. This is a team that, due to being ravaged by injuries of the last couple of seasons, has underperformed. Well, 
So here they go, and as you mentioned, so let's say they get to 11, 12 wins. They end up winning the division somehow. They don't have the flashy receiver, so that means right. a lot of this work is probably going to fall on Lamar Jackson, not only getting the most out of the receivers he does have, but with his legs as well, all of that. So it's kind of like you can draw the direct line to, hey, Ravens go out, they win 11, 12 games, they end up winning this division. He's at least going to be right in the mix of everything because he is going to have to play at a completely ridiculous level for all that to, to occur. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and, and to me, what the most important thing for me is actually it, it is the previous MVP because at the end of the day, you know, you hate to say it, some voters are a little simple-minded, and mm -hmm. so they will only take certain candidates seriously if they've previously contended for the yeah. award, whatever it is. So he's already got that in the mind of some voters that if he is going to be one of these top five guys in whatever metric you want to use, but in terms of just an overall offensive contributor, he's going to get a lot of attention for it. So let's look at the uh, hometown team here in Las Vegas, and you've got Derek Carr as well. Yeah, so I think this is – Part of the reason why I like this is obviously all the weapons around him, right? Their mm -hmm. offense should be better. There is a very big question about whether this offensive line holds him back. So if, if that is not going to work, it is that. But I'm going to say this. First off is I think this system is going to work out really well. This has the potential for Las Vegas mm -hmm. for him to put up a lot of really good numbers. And I also think part of the reason why I like this, Matt, is – and it works for one of your MVP votes too, or bets as well. I think the AFC West, from the standpoint of the level of defenses that are there – is vastly overrated. Mm -hmm. If you actually break down the personnel of a lot of these teams, there's some good defenders, obviously, on each of these teams, but if you look at them from where they stacked up last year, whatever metric you want to use, this is a very average division. And so Derek Carr is going to be able to go up against some of those defenses, obviously, mm -hmm. twice, six times a year. It's going to allow him, I think, to put up some better offensive numbers than people expect. I also think, too, from the standpoint of potentially winning games, that this is a team that is being a little undervalued by the market given how good their offense could be. So, again, you saw Derek Carr, I don't think it was last year, the year before, was it? When they, no, it was last year where they started 3-0, wasn't it? Mm -hmm. Everything time, time melts together. Um, but he was on the fringes of starting to become mm -hmm. taken seriously as an MVP candidate. Now the weapons are a lot better. This offense looks, I think, like it's going to be pretty good under McDaniels. Thus, they think you can get a situation where Derek Carr is going to have a career year and this team could be in a running for – 10-ish wins, something like that, mm -hmm. and an MVP candidacy. If you do want to tail John on that, you can find 28-1 to 1 over at DraftKings right now on Derek Carr. A lot of the movement here has uh, come around some of these guys that, again, have become super popular names. I have those super popular dudes. I was fortunate enough to just do this way early. And I went in with a strategy, and I was like, I'm going to take long-shot quarterbacks yep. – and specifically long-shot quarterbacks outside of Russell Wilson, I'm going to take long-shot quarterbacks that are in the NFC. And because I think that that is the weaker division and I think I'm a weaker conference, and if people are going to kind of had one, have one of these outlier seasons, there's at least a path to that happening. So, look, I took the Russell Wilson stuff as soon as the news came through on the Twitter machine. I was lucky enough. I live on Twitter when I'm not in studio, so I got the news before whatever, ran to the book, bet it. I knew the number was going to go away. Uh, not that much worse now. On, well, I guess it is 14 to 1, but um, Russell Wilson at 30 to 1. This was st strictly just a number grab, and honestly, I do think that there is some upside there for for that one, the ones I do really, really like are kind of these the, the two right there in the Jalen Hurts and the Trey Lance. These are two guys that kind of like your Lamar Jackson. Right. They are going to have to do it all for these teams to really, really get into the mix. Now, I don't think the Eagles have to play way above expectation to win the East. But if they're going to be in the contention for, let's call it, the number one seed or something like that, right? Well, Jalen Hurts is going to have to play at a really, really high level. Right. And he's going to have to do it with his legs, with his arm, all the things like that. So... Given that he might run for 800, 900-ish yards, throw for, you know, 33, 34, 3,500 yards and a bunch of touchdowns either with his arms or his legs, I thought 40-1 to 1 was a decent little shot to take on him. Trey Lance is another guy who's just plummeted here, the the steam behind him. He's all the way down. He's 14-1. Yeah, I awesome. mean, he's he, you can still get him at 25 over at DraftKings. And, and look, I mean, if you're – I don't think that's the worst thing in the entire world because, again, it goes back to what these guys can do if they have basically – a ceiling season and a ceiling season for him again is going to be running for somewhere between 700 and 900 yards. He's going to throw for 3,500 ish yards and you know, a ton of touchdowns and run for a couple of touchdowns as Can well. I just say, so mm -hmm. I, I didn't really buy Trey Lance from an MVP standpoint, but 
the one thing that's out there still that I think is if you if you think on the spectrum of outcomes this year, mm-hmm. it's a successful Trey Lance season. His rushing prop for the year is only five hundred and a half yeah. in some spots. That to me was like a roundabout way of betting in, on him being successful because mm-hmm. if he's going to be successful, there's going to be design runs. He's going to be really active in that system. So kind of along your lines, young starter who right, like sometimes exactly. just pulls it and runs. Like, you know yeah. that and let's let's rack up yeah. the miles on him. Man, yeah. he's young. Let's use the athleticism. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's it's a roundabout way of saying Trey Lance and the 49ers have some success, although you don't know where that success lands. That was my strategy, betting them over 500 and a half rushing yards. The uh, Kirk Cousins 100 to 1, and look, I've, I'm I super, super bullish love on it. the Vikings. Look, I'm just super bullish on the Vikings, and Cousins down to 50 to 1 at DraftKings right now, so this is, uh, even at 50 to 1, I don't think it's like the worst bet out there, and I think that this could be a really good team this year. And I think on the range of outcomes for, again, a ceiling season for the Vikings, I think a ceiling season for the Vikings is like the number one seed in the NFC. Like, I honestly believe that. And you look at what they have coming back on the defensive side of the ball. You, uh, it, the coaching decisions can only be better. Right, it can right. only be better for Kirk Cousins here. They're not going to sit on the ball. They're not going to try to take the air out of the ball. And they're going to let go ahead when they get these leads and continue to understand that, hey, no lead is really safe in the middle of the third quarter in the NFL anymore, right? I could not agree more with you. Yeah. I, I love Minnesota. I, I always make I always make the statement: if I stripped off the logo and didn't tell you the names, it just gave you like the statistical profile mm-hmm. of Minnesota. You would think it's going to be a really freaking good team, yeah. right? But then you slap on everything, you're like, oh, it's Kirk Cousins Vikings. Mm-hmm. I agree. I think this is going to be a great year. I think Kirk Cousins. If you look at it, he actually finished fifth in PFF passing mm-hmm. grade a season ago too. So he's People really just up love there. to hate on him, right? Yeah, but he's course. actually good. He's actually really good. Yeah. But I will say this: can I really quickly? So yeah. I, I bet Justin Jefferson 150 to one to win MVP. And I think one of the things that works in my favor is kind of what we're talking about. The perception is that Kirk Cousins is not that good. Mm -hmm. And so a successful year for any wide receivers is going to go to the quarterback in, I think, except for one instance. And that would be a Vikings dynamic where I don't think Kirk Cousins gets enough credit Mm -hmm. for how good he is. And if there is going to be an MVP candidate, it would be Justin Jefferson because the masses would go, no way, it's Kirk. Jefferson's making that guy. Right, right. He's the guy that's making him get get all those yards. Daniel Jones took it I hate. I just did that when Brian Dayball got announced that he was going to be the coach there. I figured that that was like uh, something to get in there in case he is the quarterback whisperer. But uh, I do like the Jameis one. I have Jameis Winston 150 to one. And again, like I talk about drawing these direct lines, right? Well, what if the Saints overtake the Bucks, who are a massive favorite in that division? What if the Saints actually put together one of these seasons where Michael Thomas is actually good? Olave, he's not going to be Jamar Chase or anything, but let's say he's Jamar Chase light. Yeah, and yep. you've got a chain mover in Jarvis Landry. I mean, you've got all this stuff. Of course, you got Kamara coming out of the back that can also catch passes. So I think Jameis Winston at 150 to one, right? Yep. I mean, like you're 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 getting a, a massive number on a guy like Jameis Winston. Listen, we're doing pro tips here every single hour. I think we got a nice one here from you a little bit earlier, John, where you said, hey, look, take a look at these alternate totals whenever you get to betting because if it doesn't necessarily fit your narrative for the number that's there, hey, and a, a little bit better of a season, you can get a much better number. Yes, you can, especially when it comes to those Cavaliers who look like they're going to be a tryhard team this year. Hour number two when we come back. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.
If you haven't heard, it's a good idea to fit probiotics into your daily routine. Fortunately, Nature's Way women's probiotic pearls make that so easy. These adorable little pearls couldn't be easier to take, and they support both digestive and vaginal health, all because of the probiotics. There are actually one billion active cultures protecting against occasional bloating, constipation, and digestive discomfort, all in one tiny little pearl. To learn more about Nature's Way women's probiotic pearls and how they can fit into your routine, visit naturesway.com.